welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is Light, the Light Fingered Thief, and actually Light, the Light Wizard as well, too, today. <laughs> and I am Logar the Barbarian, and Logar the Cleric. <laughs> well, welcome, Logar the Bar Barbarian and Logar the Cleric. Have you ever played more than one character in a role-playing game? In some cases, uh, yes, I have juggled you know, up to two characters. I don't think I've juggled more than two, though, um, except for level zero funnel games for Dungeon Crawl Classics and Mutant Crawl Classics, because you're supposed to have four. <laughs> now, I'm going to say that there are definitely times when I think it's advantageous to play multiple characters when you're playing a role-playing game. I think there's also times that it's not nearly necessary. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one, like you said. I think it's very situational. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If you don't have the four core and you're doing a very classic form of D&D, &D, like you're running AD&D &D or BX or second edition, it's hard to run a group without the four core. You're usually going to need a thief and a magic user. You're going to need a fighter and a cleric for healing. So you're probably going to need those four most of the time. And if you don't have enough people or everybody plays everything but a cleric will say i've had times where say okay someone's gonna have to play a cleric will someone play a second character that is a cleric and run a cleric yeah i use hirelings and retainers and npcs to try to fill out the gaps if you only got two players and you're trying to play that classic form that's probably hey why don't we each make two of the four core and we can cover all our bases and run the game you don't need as many people for a game hopefully you got more than two players in a dm yeah, usually if it's only two players, then we definitely want people to carry at least two characters. Sometimes even with three players, we have run two characters. <laughs> now that that's only certain forms of role playing. I feel like let's do some get some game like a Palladium game or a Call of Cthulhu. Having that rounded out party isn't as essential to the way the game plays, the way they're set up. Yeah. You can have a lot of people do a lot of things and they have more skills that can be broader and more abilities a lot of times. So it's a different sort of game. It's easier to run games with less people and not having to hit, oh, we don't have this character class for this game. You don't need them as much in some of those games, I don't feel so. Yeah, I would fully agree with you. You know, if we're playing a superhero game, I don't think we need to have, you know, people running two superheroes. <laughs> yeah, you really <laughs> don't. You don't. <laughs> it's one of the beauties of a superhero game when I was younger was we played a lot of one-on-one -on -one games. You had one player, one dungeon master or game master, and you had the superhero. Superhero games are ideal if you don't have a lot of players. Right, exactly. Now, for some other games where it's more, let's say, either survival or resource management, I would prefer that they only have one character because if they have two, they tend to try to sacrifice one of them in the uh, resource management or survival type of game. So I rather people would run like one character for those style of games, you know, like say all flesh must be eaten. We should probably just play one character because um, we need to keep that person alive. That's our focus. <laughs> so outside, I, I'm trying to think of games like dungeon crawl classics, the whole idea, they start off with the funnel and mutant crawl classics as well. And we need to, we need to do a few bigger reviews on those games here very soon. I think we should do that at the beginning of the year. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> but yeah, we played that. We did a funnel. 
we each ran four different characters um mine i had quite a few live i had two i believe lived and then i picked up a third character along the way i think everybody through the entire campaign because we played it into about fifth or sixth level i want to say we did for dcc yeah and and everybody had a couple two to three characters throughout it it was fun i liked it i liked my different characters i definitely grew attached to all of them while playing they all had uh, they all had different quirks i like to make two of my characters in my mind hated the one hated the other so he <laughs> would I, my one character just couldn't stand the other one who was just a pompous ass and he was he was the other one was less of a pompous ass and that's how i tried to play them and, and, and when i was i just had fun with that aspect of my two guys one hating the other and then the other guy being full of himself and an idiot at the same time well so. you know it, it made it fun that way because you can play like polar opposite character types within the same game so that's the benefit of playing multi-characters within the game um however for me you know i usually prefer playing one character so i can get into that character more from a background personality standpoint i have a hard time switching gears between two so usually if i'm playing two characters i'm gonna have a dominant character and then more of a background type of character so that's why i prefer playing one most of the time versus uh two just because i have a harder time splitting that attention <laughs> I think the cases in which you play multiple are rare. I think most people just play a character. I think that some of the newer editions, like the Pathfinder editions, third edition, uh, fifth edition, the crunchier type systems like those with, with all the feats and abilities, they give players so much power and stuff like that, that it's not as necessary for survival of the party to fill out certain skill sets yeah. yeah like somebody could pick a lock and not be a thief right you can still do that with od and dbx ad and d have people try those kinds of things but really picking the lock was the thieves thing it was gonna probably not turn out as well if you unless you had those thieves to use those skills yeah and that might be like a for me a limitation thing in regards to the game itself is like, okay, if you have a locked door, you know, you got to call the thief and only the thief can do it. You know, I think in reality, everyone should be able to try to open the door in some method, maybe not picking the lock, maybe kicking the door down or doing something else. But, you know, being too strict on the rules like that, I feel like takes away from the game because then everyone becomes very functional. It's like, oh, I need healing. We'll just, just, just call the cleric, you know? <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, for me, something like the healing makes a little more sense. Like, no one's going to be able to, like, I can't, most people can't just walk up and put your hands on you and your wound heals. Well, that's you a know, very specific magic power. That's ma magical <laughs> healing. But, for example, everyone should be able to do bandages and get back, like, yeah. one one hit point. You know, one to two hit points of bandages and first basic first aid. So, first aid makes you, know, sense. you know, so I'm not saying it's magical healing. Obviously, <laughs> magical healing is relegated to the magical users like the clerics or the magicians but paladins some or paladins some, some in some editions and some forms the paladins get the magic healing as well right i like but, that because you're i like i like that that paladins get the magic healing i'm a fan of that you don't necessarily need the cleric you can substitute to the, the blood yeah so you know so but for basic first aid healing i think you know trained adventurers or fighters should be able to patch you up you know it's like same thing in the military, right? Everybody can do basic first aid, but you need to get a medic or a doctor to do something more 
you know, extensive on healing, but everybody should be able to patch you up just to get, get you to the medic or the doctor. Oh, they, they have those, those classes they teach you like crazy stuff, like, like puncturing people's lungs and using a credit card to yeah. breathe out of and stuff. I say, Oh, you don't, you don't want to do some of this stuff. <laughs> you don't want some crazy things. Well, you know, that's battlefield triage, <laughs> which is, you know, in the moment, in the, in the emergency or the situation, but I mean, so like everybody get like in the marine corps learns a little bit of that right i don't know if every character it gets a chance to learn all of that but (laughs) it's not it's not a thing that takes magic it's something that can be taught quicker than not (laughs) but anyways we uh deviate a little bit there but (laughs) so i mean in i know in the dcc adventure for example you ran primarily magic users you know, I ran all. I ran two uh, wizards and a one cleric, a cleric priest. druid. Yeah, and yeah, I, I ran all magic users. Didn't have a fighter, or a thief in the lot. I liked it. Uh, we, I mean, we needed a healer, so I ran a, a cleric. We had another healer in the party. We we, we, we did. I mean, I think Craig had one, and I think we had an NPC cleric yeah. as well too. So I mean, so then, we oh, my, my, my brother had a cleric as well too. So we had more. We had quite a few clerics in there. <laughs> we had a lot of characters. Everybody's playing multiple. We had yeah, everyone was playing. So you know that, that was a pretty fun campaign because you know you start with the level zero funnel where you start with four characters. Hopefully, you have at least one make it through the adventure. I I did not in, in our DCC campaign, <laughs> and then the MCC campaign that we just started. I'm already down to one character after one game session. So yeah, I'm, so am I. I I, I had three I'm, die. Yeah, I, I have three <laughs> die, so I'm in trouble here. But anyways. Point being that again, I think running multi characters, like you said, is very situational depending on the type of campaign, what gaps you may have, the type of players that you're playing with. I prefer playing one so I can devote all my attention to it. I have a hard time splitting my attention, so that's why I said if I play two, I usually have a dominant and then a uh, you know background character, as I call it. I think there is something to say about how the game is structured and played being that classic AD&D is far more related to like the war gaming and all that. There's certain mechanical necessities to get yes. fine the way that it's put out it, the way that, like we spoke before about balance, there's balance in that game, but the balance isn't the same kind of balance that we talk about later on about a character being balanced over power layer or what, but a balance within the party and what everybody can bring to the party. But that kind of game is kind of structured that way. That's one of the styles of game that I see the need to run more than one character the most in. I think a lot of different games just don't have that necessity built into the way it runs. If that makes sense. Yep, I would agree with you. I mean, I'm looking at, for example, in our upcoming Mothership game, there's only four classes depending on the type of adventure that we run, you may not need all four classes. You might only need like two of them, let's say. So, Yeah, I, I appreciate that about the Mothership is that in that main book there, it is like the OD&D. They got a four core type class. I think I think OD&D originally just had three core. Three, and yeah. then the Thief was brought The Thief was later. added on, yeah. And now that's that brings in the other discussion we'll have to talk about sometime. I heard this discussion about how everyone's a thief, so the thief class isn't needed because we're all dungeon delving, stealing. Everybody gets a chance to pick locks. 
and there's this idea somewhere floating in the OSR realm that I've read quite a few times where people say, yeah, we don't need a thief as a character class. Personally, I love the thief as a character class. It's one of my favorite classes. And I like it as part of the four core. But if you go with that, there's a three core. You got the cleric, the fighter, and the magic user. Those might be the three you want to focus on. If you're short on players, instead of running four, run three, a cleric, a fighter, and a magic user for the three players that are there and say everyone's a thief. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's one of those that I like thieves as well too. So obviously I have that lens. I do agree that everybody should be able to pick locks but not everybody can backstab and sneak around and do some of the or pickpocket and do some of the other thievey type of things so for me that's why i like having skill set systems where a fighter could have a pickpocket or a you know pick lock ability it's not as limited or strict as it is as it is with some of the old D uh systems and clones i don't even think that you need to get like if we're playing like a bx style and we just cut the thief out of the party entirely I don't think you need to give anybody a pickpocket or a prowl abilities. You just allow everybody to attempt those things instead of putting it on the sheet. I like that approach personally. And if everybody is able to attempt those things, why not say that backstab is just something you can attempt to do. If you successfully sneak up behind somebody, you can try a backstab. Yeah. I would (laughs) agree with that for the flexibility of if if you want to, do it, go in and try it. We're not going to stop you. And you can get your three core easier if you don't have as many players instead of having to play another character. Yeah. So that's just an idea that was spitballing off the top of my head. <laughs> We're coming up on time about. We just went faster than I realized. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, share on social media. Tell your friends about it. Give us a positive review wherever you're listening. Those of you who have given us positive reviews, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's been very helpful. You can follow us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. We post there pretty often. We're pretty active there. You can follow me on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom and keep those dice rolling. Yeah, may you roll high for all of your characters that you're playing. <laughs>